and welcome to another episode of Beside Ourselves Podcast. Hello, Barbie. Let's go party. Party. Ha ha ha! Yeah. Say hello, Barbie. Hello, Barbie. Hello, Hello, Barbie. Barbie. Uh, Hi, Ken. Hello, Barbie. Some Um, shrimp on the Barbie. And and I I know I threw everyone off, but I'm Danny. I'm not Barbie, and I'm joined by two amazing people. Amazing people who are also not Barbie. Surprisingly enough. Okay. Well, hold on a second. No, no boobs. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely not Barbie, but I am Shakuna. Hi. Do you see my name? I'm Knuff. Uh, <laughs> you'll always be Knuff as far as I'm concerned, Dan. I know. Aw. Oh, I should have put the Canadian. Oh, <laughs> you missed it. Missed opportunity there. Missed it. Missed it. No right, one listening to the audio are. version has any idea what the fuck we're talking about right now, but it's fine. It's fine. Well, I'm sure they get the gist of it. Like, we're talking about Barbie and Ken, so. <laughs> and my are, name is Ben. Is that, is that what we're talking about? <laughs> so. we are. We are talking about the Barbie soundtrack, and I know we're not huge influencers, but we are somewhat influencers, so going with SAG and AFTRA, we will not be discussing too much about the movie. Only little bits, but we have to stand in solidarity with the people that are striking because they deserve more. Hell yeah, they do. Heck yes. Hell yeah. So, I mean, there's a few things I have to say, but not necessarily about the movie, just how the soundtrack goes with the movie. But Now, I haven't and... seen the movie, and I know the two of you have. Is that correct? Yes. We have, okay. yes. So I, I am approaching this soundtrack completely blind because I know there's probably some tracks in the, in the track listing that fit along with the theme of the movie. Oh, or we'll like... get into it. Okay. We'll get... So, oh, I... it's... so once we'll again, it's be a, re- a recurring... Well, Dan and I kind of spoke a little... Briefly, briefly... Right before you got online, Shakuna, and like, yeah, we yeah. kind of like agree. Like, yeah, it's as a recurring theme for me is that. Ah, uh, 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 no, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. We just wait. We just let's get into it. Let's wait. So the point I just want to make is that I haven't seen the movie, so my comments may not necessarily may be a little bit off topic in terms of like how they go with the movie because once again, hadn't seen it. So. So, uh, so anyone that is about to like go all like rage bait in the in the comments uh, after this podcast gets released, and they're like, "Oh, you don't know that because you know this thing happened, and that thing happened. That's the reason why they played this song." I'm like, "Okay, well, I didn't see the movie, so there you go. So there you go. I oh, I have every really intention. You... I have every intention of seeing it. I will see it eventually. It just I haven't gotten around to it yet because I leave a so, busy life." Speaking of like, I guess, like rage, I guess like rage comments. I don't think we've gotten. I know I've gotten one <laughs> since I've gotten on uh, on the pod, but. Have you gotten any guys? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I've gotten some in the past, but since you guys have been on, I think they directed their hate all towards Benny. Nice. I only nice. had one. As, as we'll, you should. We choose to forget that comment. Um, <laughs> we're not really... It's fine. But, yeah. I mean, who knows? I may eat my words today. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But, uh, yeah, so today we are reviewing the the Barbie soundtrack. We're going to go through it uh, track by track, offer our thoughts, and then a final review at the end of what we uh, think of the compilation as as a as a whole or the soundtrack as a whole so uh, also i want you guys to be thinking about a question i have at the end of the podcast what cho- toys from your childhood do you want them to make a movie out of next oh so let's shit. go all right you no. got a whole podcast to think about it <laughs> way to put me on the spot there dan all right uh you have like 45 minutes to think about it. <laughs> oh unless benny goes into a very long story then we'll be here for another three hours yeah. uh anyways <laughs> benny tell me about the time you crossed over to see a show in the middle of night I'm just 
Let's go. Let's go. All right, let's go. <laughs> so we'll start off with the I very. He's gonna me off. <laughs> <laughs> He's too nice. He won't do that. He's Canadian. Uh, yeah. Let's move on to the first track in the compilation or soundtrack. Uh, it is Lizzo uh, doing a song called "Pink." Let's give it a little bit of a listen, shall we? We shalls. We shalls. That is Miley Cyrus. That... That's, that's not Lizzo. That's, I mean, I was like, what? It's Lizzo in my dreams, but that that's that is definitely Miley Cyrus because I was listening to Miley Cyrus a moment ago. Anyways, here you go. That's, that album's great. It, it's it's fantastic. Anyways, uh, here's some here's some Lizzo for you. All right, you want me to start? Sure, why not? All right, so when I first heard this song, I hated it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And I like Lizzo. Um, but this is definitely one of those that when it happens in the movie, you're like, oh, this goes with everything that's happening. It's funny. And then there's a second verse when shit starts going wrong that is not in this song that I think is one yes. of the funniest verses ever. And I'm like, oh, if that would have stayed in it, I would have been so happy. But. I mean, now that I've seen it and know the context, this is a pretty fun jam. It's a little disco-y. It's not, like, groundbreaking, but it's kind of sure. like if someone tried to show you Princess and the Frog soundtrack, the Disney movie, and you're like, wow, this is good. But yeah. then you see the movie, you're like, oh, this is good. <laughs> so, I mean, so, Dan, like, my comments kind of mimic yours a little bit. So I actually did like the like the song before I saw the movie. And then when I saw, like, the movie... And her like kind of almost like playing like a like like an intro to like what is going on, and as you kind of point out, like things were kind of going sideways, and she kind of pivoted the song based on what was happening. And I really really enjoyed that too. Um, I thought it was like, just super cute and catchy, and I also love Lizzo. So I thought it was like a, a pretty like, awesome song. And to be honest, like it's I was pretty pumped um, out of the gate because i'm like okay well this song is is great then we'll see we can or we can go from here and again it's a i think the the soundtrack overall kind of goes through like like ups and downs but i think out of the gate it was a great start yeah so uh i wrote comments for every single one of these songs and some of them are a little long-winded so if you'll indulge me for this one go for it Uh, i said if anyone can pull off sassy nits it's it's lizzo hands down but why sample an iconic lionel richie song in this like seriously i feel as like the older i get that music keeps on getting more and more derivative and there isn't anything original anymore this song while being a fun little bop just proves that the music machine is alive and well it's it's like it's a fun song and like i said and i love lizzo make no mistake about it but it just there's something that and it, this seems to become a theme that happens throughout the course of the of the compilation and, and I'll talk more once we get into those songs. But it seems like there's a lot of these songs that are just very uninspired and have like a lot of samples that are put into put into them and sometimes yes. for the very, very worst reasons. And I feel like this is one of those moments where like this song could have done without the Lionel Richie like all night long sample that's that's tossed into this. Like I feel like she could have put in any other drum beat, and I feel like this would have went over way more. And it's like all I want to do is listen to Lionel Richie at that point in time. It's like, like I said, it's an okay song. It it's just uh, it's not my favorite Lizzo song by by any stretch, but I'm sure it probably went along very very well with the movie. I'm sure. So yeah, cool. 
Anyways, uh, we move on to track number two, uh, which is uh, from the world-renowned pop singer herself, Dua Lipa, and this song is called Dance the Night. Let's give it a listen. Watch me So Dua Lipa can do no fucking wrong. Seriously. I'm sorry. Holy like, shit. I love everything she's done. I can't wait for a new album to drop. Mm-hmm. This like disco back pop culture yes. awesome jam is all I'm all for it. Yeah. Like I I you you're playing the music game. I was so excited the few times it actually showed up on the music game. I actually turned up the game and I hate that game. I'm not gonna say the game though, because I don't wanna yeah, let, let's let's not tell people what the game is. I'm trying to win more money. <laughs> sure. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it has been, yeah, I've heard that song a few times pop up in the playlist and man, it is, it is such a fucking bop. Uh, I wrote, this song is a 10 out of 10 hands down solid disco pop goodness that only Dua Lipa can pull off with grace. Lyrically though, it is a bit on the somber side of things, especially if you get like a lot more listen to it. Like the idea of like diamonds all over her face. She's like crying, but like, Hey, I'm still going to like have, have fun no matter what. Um, but the fact that she can hide it under all those beautiful disco strings just shows how much Dua excels in the pop game. I'm hoping that her next full-length album brings the same level of danceability to it. Where's the album, Dua? Where the fuck is it? I need it now. Thank you. And so, again, without going too much into the movie, because I don't want to talk about it. Sure. Context. Sure, You'll understand context. That's all. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, I don't ha- I don't follow a lot of like her music, but... You should. I don't. Oh, I don't. The last Dan, album was fire. It was. So it really Dan's giving me the, the stink eye, which I is warranted, oh, no. I guess. Uh, but you're talking about Future Nostalgia. Fantastic job, like yeah. keeping the party going in, in this next track. I, again, after the first track, it was like, great. Next one is even better. And I'm like, this is super fun. And I kind of, like you guys were saying, like, like a super fun, like disco, like bop. And I loved it. Like, it just reminded me of, it was like, like times in like, the 90s, going to like a roller, like, like a roller, like, disco like, like oh, yeah. and just like dancing and roller skating and i just that's what it brought me back to and a lot of, a lot of the things in the soundtrack i feel bring you back to a certain time which is why i liked it um yeah, but, sometimes uh, that, that does not work out which will no, true I, it's true <laughs> i agree i hope um, we this, all agree on that song Let's yeah see. this this song is so good that i actually pre-ordered the the soundtrack for it on vinyl because the song is that damn good it's like is it pink it, yeah. it is, yeah. There is so. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know if like we can talk about it necessarily, but who cares? Uh, so uh, Barnes and Noble has like an exclusive pressing, which is a cotton candy pink, which is like this kind of like light pink and like dark pink swirl, and it looks gorgeous. And I was like, okay, yes, that that I need, I need to have that. That that's. They were smart with the marketing for the soundtrack. They so like, were. They... Like small record stores got a certain color pink, and then like. Like all over the internet, I think Target has a special version of the pink. Like everyone, they're all pink, obviously. Yep. But they're all like a different version of pink in some way. Yeah. There's Swirl, like a there's like a clear there's a clear there's a crystal clear with pink splatter. Yeah. There's a cotton candy swirl that looks really cool. Like there's there's a lot of really like whoever like thought of all these pressing ideas like really did the homework uh, and and kudos to them. But yeah, that's uh I can't wait for that one to show up. That would well, be it also help that they spend the like more on like marketing. 
for this movie than, than, than they actually did the whole <laughs> the whole movie itself. I, that's what I heard somewhere. I don't know if that's even true or not, but I heard that online somewhere. It's possible. Where, but, but also could have been like, like Oppenheimer was also like playing at the same time too, and like kind of like got a little bit of a vibe off of that as yeah, well. They were buying, yeah, like buying into that too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, with all the money they spent on marketing, they could have paid their employees more. It's true. Ooh. It's true. It's absolutely true. That's... We we stand with SAG. Anyways, okay, let's move <laughs> on to track number three on the soundtrack. Uh, it's called Barbie World with Aqua, uh, which uh, obviously features Nicki Minaj. Well, actually, it features Aqua uh, along with Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice. Let's give that a quick little listen. Red, but he spanked me when I get bad. I'm in L.A. Voteo Drive. I'm in New York Madison Ave. I'm a Barbie girl. Pink Barbie dream house. The way can be killing. Got me yelling out like the scream house. Ye- yelling out, we ain't selling out. We got money, but we ain't lending out. We got bars, but we ain't bailing out. In that pink Ferrari, we pillin' out. I told Tay, bring the Bob Dylan out. The poop's so cold, we just chilling out. You go first, Benny. You were dancing along. Yeah, you're the so, one dancing, buddy. Okay, so <laughs> you uh, you guys both know uh, my love for like Barbie Girl and Aqua. Yeah. So so after I saw the soundtrack, I I was I, I kind of knew ahead of time that the original Aqua um, Barbie Girl song wasn't going to be technically going to be like in in this movie. Um, I again, I heard. I don't know if it's if it's true or not. You guys can probably like me a little bit. Where I'm pretty sure Aqua probably faced some like legal things about using Barbie like, with Mattel. Back in the day. Yeah, they, they yes. Huge. So it had I heard to do that with the movie studio. It was Mattel. <laughs> Mattel. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so that's I'm guessing that's why it, they weren't actually involved. But um, seeing this movie, I was listening to, listening to the soundtrack for the first time, and I was very very curious where the song would fall. Um, <laughs> hearing the song, I only think it really. It really matched like the vibe of the movie at all, which makes sense why they kind of landed it in the closing credits, because um, the movie's done, and they kind of give you also like that little glimpse of Barbie Girl kind of sending the fans home happy. That's what I kind of felt like it was put in the in the closing credits for. Um, again, given that we don't actually get the actual Aqua, I feel like this was kind of like a hey, we hear you guys, and here's a little taste of it. Um, just to make you happy, and again, it's I'm not really a huge fan of the song. I didn't see it for the whole like the whole credits. I just like left as it was happening, and I'm like, oh, that's when they're gonna play the song because the, the whole movie was going. Spoiler alert, sorry. Um, <laughs> and you didn't really hear it to the end, but that's kind of my take. Um, it, it didn't really fit well with, with the vibe, but it, it kind of makes sense given like Barbie. What is all about like you know like poppy goodness? So yeah, yeah. Uh, Dan, you want to go next? Sure, I think this is kind of garbage. Um, <laughs> I actually, I like Nicki Minaj on most aspects, and Ice Spice I'm kind of liking. It's a little cheesy, back and forth, I don't know. But I think the way they sampled Aqua was terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a generic trap beats, and then Barbie Girl like kind of repetitively, repetitively playing in the background. And then they also had a line in it. Like None of the lines are like, oh, wow, that's groundbreaking. But they had a line where it's, I told Tay, bring Bob Dylan out. And I'm like, I don't know why, but that one, I'm like, what are you getting at? What is, is there, is, is there a weed strain called Bob Dylan now? Or no, I, I think maybe might be a reference to a concert. Maybe like Bob Dylan was like there at, at like an, at a, at a Nicki Minaj show possibly. I don't, I don't know. No, 
Okay, Maybe. then Who knows? still, it just seemed like a weird lyric, and I didn't know the backstory. I mean, I don't know the backstory either. I'm, I'm literally just guessing at this point in time. Um, so this is what I wrote. I said, okay, I totally get the reference here. Nikki has the barbs, so it only yep. seems fitting that she has a track on this comp. But this brings uh, me back to my same comments about the first track in this comp. Sampling arguably one of the most kitschy pop songs coming out of the early 90s just doesn't fit the vibe of the bars that Ice Spice or Nikki is bringing to this track. I get that the sample had to show up somewhere on this comp, but it still makes me cringe. So yeah, I I do not, <laughs> I did not. Yeah, like, that's totally fair. Did not like it at all. It was just. All right, like, let me rephrase because I've listened to the soundtrack a few times now. I don't hate it enough to skip it, ever. But it's like, ah, uh, this song. Yeah, exactly right. It's like, you you can put it on the background and like it's fine, but it's it you're not cranking up the volume to like to, to vibe out to it. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. All right, guys, we move on to track number four out of how many are in here? 17. Woo, we got some work 17. to do. Yeah, but we're going pretty quick. We got some work to do, gents. All right, track number four, Charlie XCX and her song Speed Drive. Let's give that one a quick little listen. All right, who's All right, going? I want to start. Yes, please I do. Start. Please do. I fucking love this song. Um, I've never listened to Charlie XCX. It's not the lyrics because the lyrics are very generic and, you know, but I like her voice and I like the like synthesizer in the background and I've never listened to Charlie XCX. I'm like, do I need to go back and explore her catalog? You don't. You literally do not. You sure? I, yes. Because this is a I don't banger. Like, I don't like them at all. <laughs> yeah, and I, this but, song is no exception. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love this song, and uh, the, my only complaint was it was too short. I was like, oh, I could drive around to this all day. And See, I think this guy. And we kind of spoke on this earlier how like sampling a song and it just does not work. And this is one t- part of the song. It's sampling I, though. This is singing basically the song. It's yeah. It's literally. Well, it, it's making a derivative work. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So I mean, I mean, not sampling. It was yeah. more like, 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 hey, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. Yeah, like that. I'm Tony like, Basil. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, eh, it just was mad at me. Like, I, I've been recommended like, like, like Charlie XCX before, and I, too. I but now I, I want just, to actually explore it. I mean, good luck. I hope you I hope you enjoy it, sir. Same. I, I will not. <laughs> <laughs> I've listened to what her last album, and I just like after about halfway through, I was like, I've had enough. Is it like this? Is that it's, how she sings? Yeah, it's it's just her her voice is so, um, so easy to pick apart from a crowd. Like you could blind. Uh, actually, well, I'll I'll, Isn't I'll that say, good in a pop punk th- or not pop punk but pop era. I guess have a voice that sticks out. Yeah, I mean, sure, yeah. but but it's also it's like. Her same style is she doesn't change it up in any sense on any of her albums. No. It sounds exactly the same, it's like to the point like where you could skip to a random song and not know what song it is unless until you get to like to the chorus. It's like it's that it's that hard to pick apart her her track listing as far as I'm concerned. Um, so, anyways, I wrote, "Ugh, you could have blindfolded me and asked me to name the artist." And I said without question that this is a Charlie XCX song. It's so Charlie XCX that I'm surprised that even Charlie had any shame in releasing it. Also, why oh why are we making a derivative work of Tony Basil's Mickey? I'm hoping that Tony is suing her for everything she's got for this abomination. One out of ten. Wow. Yeah, I said it. This was one of my favorite songs <laughs> on the album. Wow. Yeah, not my favorite. I, Dua Lipa, obviously. But. Oh, that that Dua track is so fucking good. 
Um, but yeah, this this song is probably my least favorite on the in the entire album. There's one more that like Ooh, complete. There's, there's one there's one that takes the cake, but this one is especially bad as far as I'm concerned. But uh, Benny, Benny what, do you, what do you guys say? I already said my piece. Oh, okay. Oh, you did. <laughs> Dan Dan wasn't paying attention because he was too busy uh, thinking about listening to more Charlie XCX. Apparently. All right. We move on to track number five, and it is from a group called Carol G and Eldo Ranks. Uh, the song is called, I'm probably going to butcher this one, but we're going to try it anyways, uh, Watati. I'm, I'm going with Might be right, or Watiti. Uh, one or the other. It's W-A-T-A-T-I. Someone correct me in the comments. I'm sure you will. Watati. Watati. We'll, we'll go with it. Here you go. Here's a little bit of that. Who's going first? Benny. Benny. I mean, I was going to go and get the translation, but I didn't. <laughs> of I course you didn't. I don't no. know if any of you did. I didn't. Uh, no. No. Oh, so both you did. <laughs> I wanted to. But I thought it was super catchy. I'm I actually, loved it. I really liked it a lot, actually. It's Same. Like, one of my favorite songs on the album. Um, I don't know why. I just, I, I loved it. Like So apparently... Um, it's 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 Carol G. It's yes. Colombian and uh, and predominantly, I guess, a reggaeton like Latin like trap artist. Reggaeton, uh, reggaeton, reggaeton. Yeah, and she does the job really well. Like I wouldn't mind hearing a lot more from from her because I really enjoyed the song. Absolutely, she's got a silky voice. Love it. Oh my gosh, does she ever? I'm happy uh, to see some reggaeton actually make it onto this comp because it is indeed a fun little bop. Uh, I'm sure if this came on like in a nightclub or something like that, I'm sure it'd be like shaking my little white oh. ass to it for sure. Be like, yeah. yeah, drinking some very cocktail, like summery cocktail. Yeah, like, man, a white button down shirt and have it buttoned down halfway. Like, Hell yeah! yeah. I love it. yeah. <laughs> what's what's up, ladies? It's the most white thing thing you can do. <laughs> <laughs> you totally is. Have like have a little like bit of like chest hair kind of poking lime in it. Yes, absolutely. Have my khaki shorts and my nice Doc Martens. <laughs> <laughs> Not Doc Martens. <laughs> what are some? Oh, like some Birkins, some Birkenstocks. Birkenstocks. There you go. <laughs> I like this Carol G song. This is really good. Can I find this on vinyl somewhere? <laughs> you can, sir. Sir, point me into the ne- the nearest direction of your record store. I'd like to buy this on vinyl. One copy, please. <laughs> With, here's my Amex Platinum card. Please take it. <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, you guys, I'm, I'm taking no one else has any other comments about this one. No, it's oh. sick. Yeah, it's fun. I, I really enjoyed it. All right, we're we're cruising along, guys. Let's move on to uh, track number six. Uh, the I believe, if I remember correctly, this Sam was Smith. yeah, it is. Uh, but it, I think this was a single off of the comp or being like marketed as a single. Uh, this is Sam Smith, and the song is called "Man I Am." Let's give it a listen. Oh you, oh, you want me to go first? 
Yeah. Oh, okay, fine. Uh, I'll go first. I don't, I don't give a shit. Uh, so I wrote, uh, this is Sam Smith in his villain arc, I see. Uh, it's not that it's a bad song, but maybe I'm just too spoiled by the old Sam Smith, that his heartfelt ballads and songs uh, about finding love in all the wrong places, that songs like this, like Unholy, and, and this song just feel out of place stylistically for him. It, that's my, or I'm sorry, they? I, I forget how Sam identifies. I, th- I, I, I think it's they, yeah. I, okay, so yeah, anyways. Um, but anyways, uh, for them, I should say, uh, plus it really does feel like Sam listened to a lot of the weekends after hours and said, yeah, I can do that. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's like I said, it's a fun song. I, I give it a six out of 10. Um, it's, it's not my favorite Sam Smith song, but I could definitely like, if I'm, if I'm feeling a little saucy and I, and I want to, you know, get behind the wheel and like, just kind of like speed just ever so slightly. I think this is the song I'd put on for sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, for me, I mean. There's no big surprise here that I'm not the biggest fan of Sam Smith, and not be, not because I don't appreciate their music. It's just because I haven't really t- given the t- like, taken the time to actually like listen to a lot of it. I can so, I can appreciate their effort. Um, I listened to the song like four or five times, honestly, and I was I was trying to get into it. I really wanted to, but I just I just couldn't. I did really dig the chorus though. Yeah, I, I thought I thought it was really really well done, um, but. The rest of it, I just, I, I, not I just, I, I couldn't really vibe to it. So the re- an album recommendation I'd like to give you then for Sam Smith, uh, in case you're curious, uh, is listen to his album called Love, uh, named Love Goes. It came out in 2020. It is okay. so well done. Um, it, it's really, really good. I like it a lot. So I think you might as well. Hmm. Um, probably some of his best work as far as I'm concerned, because his, his most recent album I think it's called Gloria. Not great. Uh, but okay. but Love Goes is very, very well done. So cool. Any hoozle. Dan, your thoughts on the song? Yep. Give me one second. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Here comes the book report. Sorry, I could not remember who sings this other song. It reminds me of. And I was like, why didn't I look this up while you guys were talking? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I. Uh... Love this song. I've never huh. liked Sam Smith ever. And wow. I love this song. Um, I think it's hilarious. Again, we're not going to talk about the movie, but the context of the movie is fucking amazing. Okay, right on. Um, and also the pre-chorus. See, I'm the groove catcher, hottest thing. Six pack and a tight G-string. No, I'm not gay, bro, but I've been there on the lay low. <laughs> Strip clubs and dollar bills of Wall Streets and dirty deals. Like, this song is so fucking funny. I'm telling you, man, it, it's, um, it's Sam Smith and his villain arc, man. And it reminds me of, I can't remember, oh, it's Una Noche Mas, but Waiting for, to, oh, Jennifer Lopez. Waiting oh, Waiting for, for Tonight. tonight. Uh, well, it just reminds me of like a, okay. a Dude Bros version of Waiting for Tonight. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I could hear that. And I love it. <laughs> right on. Yeah, it, like I said, it's, it's a fun track. I, I guess, once again, I'm just a little more spoiled by by Sam Smith in terms of like his, his ballads. I, I think I appreciate those a little bit more. But this is, like I said, this is fun. I feel like yeah. him and the weekend could do something together based on uh, on this current trajectory, especially like given the fact that like Unholy has gotten like so much buzz and praise for uh, how well that song has gone. Um, I don't know. Maybe this is a, a new resurgence for him. Maybe we'll get one Sam Smith song on the weekend's last album. Oh, man. Ooh. One can only hope. One can so only hope he's gonna be done. I just feel like I got into him. He he won't be done though. I he's I, not done making music. His alter ego, the weekend, is done. Yeah, I said. know. 
I'm I'm mm. sure Abel will find some way to reinvent himself and and create something oh, yeah. new. He can't stay out of that spotlight for too long, man. Oh, no, trust he's, me. He's going to keep going. I'm just saying, sad that the weekend's done. I know. Me too. Yeah. But you know what? Maybe he'll give us an absolute banger of a banger of an album because I those mean, last la- one. those last two have just been absolutely fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Re- really, like a masterclass in his uh, in his in his songwriting. Anyways, uh, we move on to track number seven uh, from Tame Impala. This is Journey to the Real World. Let's give that a little bit of a listen. Um, I, I can go. I no, guess. it's fine. Yeah, um, so, I went last time, so go ahead. So, again, without spoiling anything, like in the context of the movie, it this makes sense. Sure. Um, but it's purely like a like literally like a transitional like like, 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 like song, and I guess it did its job okay. Um, it wasn't it wasn't much to me to really talk about. Um, but it had its place in the movie. Is all I'll say. Oh, I can only imagine. I uh, that's kind of. The more and more I was like listening to it, and I and I listened to this a few times because it's like, I really want to like this because I like Tame Impala, but I absolutely fucking hate this song. And I'm like, and I'm like, and I'm trying to think like why I hate it. First and foremost, a it's like way too short. Which, but then like trying to like piece it together, and I'm like, okay, I think based upon the song title and based knowing kind of like a very very loose premise yep. of the movie, this so makes bad. this makes sense. Like I, mm-hmm. yep. I get it why they called it that, and I get why it has these kind of dreamy sort of vibes to it. It makes perfect sense, um, but there's like absolutely no redeeming quality to this song whatsoever. It just, I, I like, and I wrote here. I'm like, I'm sure it was used as a plot device to move the movie along, but holy crap, could they have picked a, the absolute worst band to do it? And uh, so I gave it two out of ten. I gave it one point for the fact that it's really short. <laughs> so I hated this song too, but then after seeing the movie, I like it a lot more. Oh, do you? Okay, but that's it's just because of that. Like the visuals make the song. Yes, that's fair. I I agree. Like I said, once again, I I'm seeing I'm listening to the soundtrack completely out of context because once again I haven't yeah. seen the movie. But no, I like that you did because it gives us a new look on a lot of this. You know, I, I'm I'm just being the Simon Cowell for the day. That's all. Uh, <laughs> Benny, I think we've been pretty agreeable on most stuff. For most stuff, yes, it's true. Uh, Benny, did you have any comments here? Or... He started. Oh, did I... I started by? I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm sorry. Twice, guys. I, I've said shit. You guys were just like, oh yeah. I always feel like I'm not including you, and I want to make sure that I'm including you. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm I'm forcibly being included. So <laughs> this next so... one's gonna be hard to not talk about the movie, but I'm I get do it. My best. All right, well we'll move on to track number eight, guys. This is uh, Ryan Gosling, the the dream boat that he is, uh, singing "I'm Just Ken." Let's give it uh, give it a listen. All right, I'm going to start. Go for it. <laughs> this song is so fucking good, and if you don't like it, you can go fuck yourself, okay? <laughs> um, 
it goes from that beautiful piano ballad to like like a journey rush operatic moment it's it's hilarious in context that's all i'm going to say about that but i yeah it's the biggest earworm in the world i could be like doing something random and like cleaning the house and be like i'm just ken like just like <laughs> it's out of nowhere it's one seriously i haven't had a worm like this in my head in years where it's just like wow. always there um, and it was worse when you leave the movie. You're like, oh, I'm sure. Singing on the way to your car. <laughs> uh, it's so good. And if you don't like it, seriously, it's 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 enough for you to like it. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> well, I'm sure you're gonna get heartbroken by Shakuna. So no, actually, you are not. Should, should, should I go next? If if if, if you want Wait, to, if real you... quick for listeners, if you don't know, Ryan Gosling is a great singer, and you should check out the ba- band Dead Man's Bones. It's oh. him and another artist, and they got children's choir, and it's all like spooky music, Ooh. but it's an incredible album. You would know about the spoops, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Benny, what do you got to say about this song? No, I mean, I mean, I love Ryan Gosling. <laughs> I really do, and that's just because he's Canadian. Uh, <laughs> so like side, like, like side doesn't hurt like, though. I'm sure. Brief pivot point. Um, I first saw Ryan Gosling on this show, this Canadian TV show called Breaker High, that was about these high school kids on a boat. <laughs> they went to high school on a boat, Whoa. and it only lasted like one, I think like one and a half seasons. I think like overall it was like maybe like forty or like forty five episodes, but it's unreal and it's so Were funny. The ratings see- sinking. Oh, <laughs> that was amazing. A plus. Thanks. But no, if, if any Canadians are watching or watching or listening to this podcast, they probably will appreciate that reference because I loved him in that. And ever since then, I've been a fan. So I thought I might have been in the minority camp here. So I'm, I'm definitely happy that uh, Dan was loving it so because much. I thought because I loved it so much, it was because of my love for Brian Gosling. Listen, but, he never did anything in Canada. He started out in Mickey Mouse Club, and that's that. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. I mean, in, I guess that's true. He started. No, he there. never was in Canada. He's ours. <laughs> or too bad. We claim him. Damn it. <laughs> uh, Fine. But anyway, I thought it was like. Well, that was like, easy. <laughs> they give up okay. so easy. He's Canadian. I mean, he's like, wow. He'll apologize to us for us, for us making him feel bad. I mean, he's probably living. He, he's definitely oh, lives sure he's living in, here. in America. Oh yeah, so of course he, he actually did steal him, jerks. <laughs> um, but I thought it was hilarious as well. And I, and as Dan kind of pointed out, that I'm going to mimic what he said again is that in the context of the movie, it was even better. Yeah. Uh, and definitely having those like, like, like 80s, 90s vibes like throughout it was fucking. It was so good, and I fucking loved it. And again, it wasn't stuck. It wasn't stuck in in my head. I mean, like for, for a second there, how was I was getting stuck in your head all the time. So, again, well, I was gonna say I'm sorry. I was gonna say I'm sorry. <laughs> are you uh, sorry? Are you are you really sorry? sorry? Are you really sorry? For some reason, at one point, I thought like it was gonna break out into like a flock of seagulls. It felt like it could any moment. I was definitely getting some Queen vibes in there it occasionally. Was, it was such a fun song and just beyond silly, but I I just really really enjoyed it. Right on. What uh, do you got for us? Oh, oh, you you want me to say my thoughts? Yeah. All right, prepare yourselves. Let's fight. Remember, you can go. I fucking love like this it. song so right. much. 
I said, okay, Ryan Gosling, I see you. Nice vocal chops on you, my friend. Quite a surprise if I'm honest, considering I always viewed you as being the yin to Channing Tatum's yang. But you seriously impressed the pants off me with that vocal range. Good on you, my man. Uh, really digging the Queen vibes here. Everything about this just feels like it should have been on, on this album 20 times over. Nice work. Nine out of ten. <laughs> yeah, you know. I, I'm I'm happy for Ryan Gosling, man, because I didn't know that dude could sing. And goddamn, he... Uh, he well, have you seen La La Land? No, I have not. Oh, oh never mind. Have you seen Drive? <laughs> I, I I saw bits and pieces I of Drive. Drive too. Oh, Drive but, is so good. Yeah. All right, real quick to go back to the song and the outro. He says, "I'm just Ken, and I'm enough, and I'm great at doing stuff." And I have that <laughs> always in my head. <laughs> I'm just Ken, and I'm enough. Yeah. And I'm great at doing stuff. I'm sure you are, Ken. I'm sure you are. All right, guys, we move on to track number nine. This is uh, by Dominic Feike, I believe. I'm, I'm going to say Dominic Feike. Uh, the song's called Hey Blondie. Let's give it a quick little listen. Hey Blondie. Benny, you going first? What do you think? Uh, what do you think, Dan? You want me to go first? I kind of want you to go first. Oh. All right. If this would have came out back in the 90s when, like, I don't know, cheesy alternative pop was really hitting the radio, so it would have did great. It's a fine song, but it's kind of dumb and boring. Yeah, that's... Uh... I, I... Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I was going to... Sorry, no, I mean... I kind of got like I guess like early like two thousands like like Jesse McCartney kind of vibes. I don't mm. know, it, and I was like, yeah. Like, I mean, again, I, I like that one song he did. <laughs> um, a, be- uh, be- a beautiful soul, right? Yeah, I think. I yeah. think it, I think it's right. um, but I mean, it kind of took me back to like that like I guess like nineties early two thousand time of, of like I guess like 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 cheesy I guess like 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 boy like like love loves girl kind of music. But I mean, it wasn't. Spectacular, but I didn't hate it. No, there's songs I hate much more. Oh, it was same. very like mom and young daughter kind of song. Like I can see like in the early 2000s, like a really young daughter and her mom jamming this in the car, <laughs> like Scooby <laughs> down the street. Yeah, they're yeah. they're going to get some ice cream Not later. A teenage daughter, because the teenage daughter is into heavier stuff and angry. Absolutely, she's listening to Disturbed. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, yeah, I said Creed. <laughs> Can you take? Sorry. Okay. Um, sorry. <laughs> Wrote, eh, this song feels like uh, this feels like a song that they need to satisfy the indie rock girls that grew up with Barbie, but didn't go down the whole pink bubblegum pop route of music. It's fine. It's just not great. Five out of ten. Just, right. Just very very underwhelming track. Honestly. See what's funny though, and you'll figure this out as we go further into the back half of this album. Mm-hmm. Is I didn't like this song a lot, but there's so many worse songs coming up that I'm like, all right, this song's not that bad. <laughs> Oh, I know. There, there's one in particular where I'm I'm going to like. We'll, we'll just get to it when we when we get to it. Anyways, uh, we move on to track number ten. Are you my butterfly. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Shut your fucking mouth. Uh, All right, keep going. Track ten. This is Haim, uh, and the song's called Home. Let's give it a listen. Home is a 
All right, which one are you going first? I'll go. Okay, you can go, this Dan. This is fine. Um, I'm not the biggest Haim fan to begin with. They're okay. They're not for me, but I can see why people like them. This did give me some feist feel to it. Like maybe the synthesizer hmm. yeah. and the way she sang along with it, but not a good feist song. Yeah. I'd rather listen to feist than, than, than Haim in this oh, particular instance. yeah. Me too. Gotta I love feist. Same. Fucking same. Uh, I wrote another case of why I get... Uh, I get why Haim is on this album, but goddamn, these lyrics are just bland and uninspired. I like the minimalist instrumentation, but it feels like the lyrics were written by a fifth grader with, and not a multi-talented female singer-songwriter group. Five out of ten. Mm. See, I didn't. Again, I'm getting to know these artists. I didn't. I had no idea. Is, is it Haim? You said it's Haim. I believe. I. I, I, I think, think so. I think that's right. I mean, I actually get, like like this song. I don't know if it's just because of the mood I was in. Um, the past couple of days, but like, the, like just like the the sound of the music just got me in the feels. I don't know why. If I if I listen to it now, that I'm in like a better mood. I think um, the thing... if I would feel feel a different a different kind of way. Um, but I actually thought like it came um, had like, a great voice and it really oh, yeah. it, it really sure. caught me in a very like, catchy like moody kind of feel that I actually really really enjoyed. I didn't hate I mean, this song. Same. I th- I think the thing that kind of like bummed me out uh, with this song is that. There's not really a resolution to the pre-chorus to like where like there should have been like a little bit more of a hit to kind of help amplify that that chorus to bring it back down to your into your verses. But it's it there was just it it's like it's like the plane's taken off and then just like eh, never mind we'll go back we'll go back down to the ground it's okay. So and another the reason why I didn't I didn't like I kind of liked it too is because all of these songs like were like made you can tell they were made for Barbie. Yeah, and I feel like this is one of the songs that could stand alone outside of the Barbie universe, which is why I think I kind of gravitated gravitated towards it as well. Because again, you can tell mostly songs that they were made for this, like they're kind of like made for for the movie. It appears so. Sure, of course. Oh, well, most soundtracks are, but in this particular instance, it doesn't feel like this. I mean, unless you guys can give me any cl- clues to the movie itself, it doesn't feel like this I belongs don't there. This song in the movie i'm sure it was i'm sure yeah, it was remember. too it had to right i don't remember any of the dance so that's why i was like yeah it's it's, it's just it's just, it's just generic it, it's fine it's it's whatever uh okay uh we move on to track number 11 uh this is uh billy eilish and the song's called what was i made for and let's give it a listen Okay, who who's going? I'm going first. Oh, oh, oh shit! Okay, I'm going first because I want to say, Benny. I know you don't like Billy Eilish, but this song's a fucking incredible song. And if you don't like it, I'm gonna punch you in the face. <laughs> so, is, it, is that what you gonna say? Yeah. So I want I want to go because I I knew I knew both of you, especially Dan, was probably gonna come at me. Uh huh. So everyone, I guess not. Well, I guess our like five listeners probably know. You two included. That I have some thoughts about you do. Billie Eilish. You do. And both of you wouldn't be surprised at all if I was like, 
I fucking hate the song on the spite. That's what you'd be. You, you wouldn't be surprised. If, I wouldn't be. If, if I said that. Oh. Now, both of you guys know about my feelings for for them, but this fucking song, it's so good. Isn't it though? Isn't it? Oh. And I honestly, yes. like, I don't want to like throw it out there, but I almost, I think I cried. I like, did see, seeing this. That's and again, Steve. In the context of the of the movie, it, it maybe made it even more emotional, and I was like, "Fuck!" I I, just, I hated so much that I fucking loved it so much <laughs> because it got me, it hit me so so hard. And she has such a phenomenal fucking voice. She does. That it pisses me off. <laughs> it pisses me off, and it just works so well. Like, and it was probably. One of my favorite songs on the soundtrack, to be honest with you, because it just it's so fucking good. And it, it again, is. I'm not gonna take back any of my personal opinions of her as an artist, but I it kind of makes you want to go back a little bit to see what else she has done. Uh, but this song, man, I kind of alluded to it earlier. Like I, I was gonna eat my words, and I'm eating them right now. That I liked, I loved. I Billy Eilish song. Okay, Billy Eilish song. Billy, I loved a Billy Eilish song. Goddamn. So, to like, it's like there's this thing online. I don't think this is gonna mess with the movie too much because I said I didn't want to talk about the movie. But the the director came to Billy Eilish and was like, "I want you to write a song for it." She did this in two days, her and Phineas or whatever. Holy shit! And sent her like a video of her playing it on the piano at home, and she was like, "I I fucking love it. I want that." And then. Billy's like use the tone throughout the movie and it like again I don't want to talk too much about the movie but sure. that tone is used to build so long to a point of break and it's heartbreaking I shed a tear it was intense but this music oh the song is just fucking incredible and I was so worried Benny was like oh, dude <laughs> and that's why I'm like I, I knew you guys were going to come at me that's why I wanted to go first but you just started yelling and I appreciate that <laughs> I'm because, passionate about. <laughs> no, and hey, I, I I totally understand. Um, and uh, again, if if I would have hated this, I would have fully endorsed you. Like, kick me off this episode. Watch <laughs> me and you go back and forth <laughs> arguing <laughs> about this, and then Shakuna's like, I hated it. I hated it. Shikuna, I, I fucking hated this song. Uh, no, so I I wrote. Uh, I know Benny is not going to like this song, and for good reason, of course. But this song is haunting and beautiful. It really does showcase Billy's vocal abilities. You can tell she put a lot of love behind this song because she really wanted to showcase what she could do with the source material, being Barbie, of course. Uh, this is one of those don't put this song on if you're not in a good mental headspace kind of songs. I'm yeah. totally here for it. Uh, yes. Nine out of ten. Yeah, ten so out of ten. Fun. One I, of my I, favorite Billy Eilish songs. Yeah, it's it's definitely one of my I favorites mean, of hers. It's definitely as well. my favorite. To be, well, <laughs> but, but that also it's kind of hard to say. Guy. For like just a generic Billy song. This song is so fun. It is. It's a lot of fun. All right, guys, we move on to the last five songs on the album. Guys, we're, we're just chugging along. I, I'm liking this. All right, track number 12 uh, by The Kid Leroy. This song is called Forever and Again. Let's give it a listen. This will never
you guys have gone first a whole bunch of times here. I'm going to go first this time if you don't mind. Go ahead. So I, I wrote, uh, I know that the Kid Leroy is like the current hotness in the pop scene right now, but God, is this song so boring. On top of the contrived lyrics and also hard to hear at times, it just feels like a generic sad boy pop song. I can usually get behind something like that, but in the context of this movie, I feel it just doesn't uh, fit the uh, the narrative of the movie, and uh, it doesn't feel like it fits the soundtrack at all. So uh, six out of ten on that one. Hmm. Mm. You need to go? Sure. Sure. I hate Kid Leroy. I oh. hate him. And I think his face looks like Peter Dinklage, but then his, <laughs> his haircut looks like a teenage influencer. Oh yeah. Um, I just think he sounds terrible, and he sounds like a washed-up Machine Gun Kelly. He is only less of a douchebag. I mean, in so all that, fairness, the dude got nice. popular off of TikTok. Like that's the, yeah. that's the whole reason for his existence. But it's just not for me. I don't like his music, but I'm sh- he's popular. People love him. So I mean, I don't really get the hype. I mean, again, like there's no surprise. I had no idea who this person was. Like no surprise at all. Like. Everyone knows my music taste is fall into a little, a little nice box. Really know him. Well, I'm breaking you out of that box. New April Levine album. Oh, well, he, see, I, don't even, I don't even know. Um, I, I got it's got very just very like auto tuney like trying to be post Maloney kind of vibes. I was like, eh, but you're not as good as post Malone. That's so, the current pop scene like though, right now. What was that? Do you like post Malone? I do, but I don't, I don't actually have any of his stuff. Like it's, oh, you should. Someday we should review an album because I love I Post Malone love... as a person, but I don't think I know a Post Malone song that I've liked. What you, uh, Sunflower? You don't like that song at all? I don't even know that song. <gasps> See, I'm sure I've heard it's, it. It's, I like it's on the, uh, the Spider-Man, Spider-Man uh, soundtrack. Yeah, it's on the Spider-Man soundtrack. Uh, for into the Spider-Verse. Not the newest one. The yeah, the first one. Uh, the, f- the first one with Miles Spider-verse. Spider-verse. Yep, Spider-Verse. Yep. So, like, everything I see about Post Malone, he seems like a cool, funny guy. Like, see, I like him as a person a lot, So I, but I don't know any of his music. So I saw an interview so he did with uh, Howard Stern, and it's absolutely—he was—he's the most humble guy that you could ever, like, talk to. Like, he's, he's very down-to-earth, and he's, like, he's just surprised by his own fame, I think. And um, because of that, like, he also has, like, a huge love for, like, 90s grudge and alternative. Like, he, like, he dedicates, like, a lot of his, like— lyrics and albums to like Kurt Cobain because he feels like he I was... did see his cover of Nirvana yeah oh my god and he did and he does and it I... justice I and think he, he also did... loves Magic the Gathering which is always fun to That's hear amazing. about and listen yeah so, he's, a, he's a fucking dork <laughs> I'm kind of the same way cool where dork. I I I know his like radio hits um I don't actually I haven't listened to any of his albums like in full but and I, I like some of his radio hits I really do but I've heard, I heard the same very... stuff though huh? sorry go ahead sorry go ahead what... Yeah. No, what did you say before I cut you off? No, I was going to say, like, I also heard that he's, just from what I've seen on TikTok, cause for some reason I get a lot of posty uh, <laughs> content for some reason. Um, and in every single, like, video that I've seen, he just seems, yeah, unless he's fooling us all, but I, I, very, I really, really don't. I really let's, don't re- let's review his new album at some point because I heard it's very guitar heavy. It is. Uh, we could also review Hollywood's Bleeding too, which is also uh, very. It's a little more pop heavy than than guitar heavy, but it is very, very, very good. It's the only post album so that I own. Is Chemical on the new album, or is that an I, older? Song? I think so. I have no idea. I've heard I've heard Chemical like numerous times it's on TikTok and on on the radio. Uh, so. Let me take a. <laughs> Let me take a quick little peek since uh, I have the Spotify open. Let's see here. Sure. Chemical is off of. Let's see here. Da, 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 da. Yep, it is off his new album called Austin. 
So which there is we go. which is his name anyways? It's, it's Brian Austin Green, I believe, or hmm. Austin Green, something like that. Interesting. Yeah, forget. Uh, it doesn't matter. But yeah, but Austin. I'll be down for that. Austin somewhere down there. We review a post album for sure. Like, Eventually, we, we got we got a few in the. Yeah, we we got oh, lots. We have some other guys' choice next. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Uh, so, anyways, right, let's, let's move on to track oh, number thirteen. Uh, it is by a, an artist by the name of Khalid. The song is called Silver Platter. Let's give it a listen. All right, gentlemen, why don't so you go first? Do you think when they're making soundtracks, they're like, oh, we need to add three more songs, so they get filler songs like this, and there's a few more? Oh, there's oh, definitely there's plenty more. <laughs> yeah, so there's definitely a lot of bloat on this album, for sure, Like especially once we get to the back half of this. Uh, We're in the back half. I know, yeah. I know. Um, yeah, this song, I just, so forgettable, don't care, and it doesn't, it's, I don't remember seeing it in the movie. But, I don't know. But you see that a lot with soundtracks, it. where it's like, this song's not in the movie, and this doesn't need to be there. <laughs> it's almost like the. I feel like whoever produced this album, like in terms of like arranging this compilation, must have like been like, "All right, we need some star power on this. Who can we get? Okay, we can get Lizzo. Cool, check. That's awesome. Girl boss energy. We got that going. We got Dua Lipa. Yes, awesome pop hits. Let's go. Let's move on with that. All right, what? Who's? What's on the TikToks these days? Oh, uh, Kid Leroy and, and Khalid. All right, yeah. Okay, just. Get them on there. We we need to sell more albums. Just do it. And yet this yeah, yeah this song is just blah. That's all it is. It's just blah. Um, and it's I, like if it's like shit on a silver platter. That's that's what it is. Hey, I see what you did. Uh, anyways, <laughs> I said I I know. <laughs> I I hate it so. If I was so flat to me, I it totally is. I, I said I, I wrote, uh, I never heard much from Khalid, but this song sounds like he's trying to be a Wish.com version of Bruno Mars, and I don't like it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love that. Accurate. Or, yeah, I love that. Right? I, right I thought, let's I thought move was on a... to the next filler song. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, this, <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, track number 14. Uh, this is a group called Pink Panther S. <sighs> I thought it was Pink Panthers. Mm, I I think it's Pink Panther. Pink Panther is where I'm going with. Uh, the song is called Angel. Let's let's just give it a listen. Can I go first, please? Sure. God, just make it. I hope you soon. don't steal my joke. <laughs> I said, "Ugh, this chorus is way too sugary sweet to me. It feels like a, an Olivia Rodrigo song, only happy. Also, the life uh, um, is a piece of cake. Line is such bullshit. Talk to anyone in middle class America about how much of a piece of cake current life is, and I guarantee you won't get that response from this twenty-something that I promise you hasn't learned what real life is like. Real life is actually like one out of ten. Please fuck off. Can I go? You can. Please go. Please. Yeah. I, I wrote, 
I wonder if the producer was like, did you get Ariana Grande like I wanted? No? <laughs> it. we got to find someone similar. <laughs> find me an Ari, <laughs> goddammit. Because you could tell she was trying to do that Ariana Grande voice. Yes, thousand percent. It was so bad, though. Like, I just, It's fucking I horrid. Angel, I saw Angel, I'm like, oh, she's shaggy? Yeah. <laughs> Give me that song over the song any fucking day. <laughs> and, and, and I was only one. Yeah. But honestly, it's, it just proves how, like, like, I always say this wrong, but it's very top-heavy, this fucking soundtrack. And I fucking, it just proves it. It's so forgettable. Nothing what the song speaks to me at all. It just was so cringe. I, I there was no. I just wanted it to stop. I, I put it on and I'm like, just make this stop. I need to yeah, find but... out more about this Pink Panthers lady because, I mean, it seems like she's trying to do something that's very Ariana Grande ish. Um, yeah. And everything I'm finding here is apparently like. She hasn't even released a full EP or a full LP yet. Like she's only released like a handful of like small songs here and there. And sure. oh, oh wait, maybe she's okay. Oh, she has released one album uh, back in 2021 called "To Hell with It," and it looks like uh, pretty much no one has listened to it. So that's so Benny. Yeah. Okay. You said you wish the song would end, but you didn't know what was next. <laughs> you sure you don't. You sure let's don't. Go on. Let's, let's go on. And let's let's oh. see what's next. I'm excited to talk about this. Oh boy, am I ever. This is uh Gale Butterflies. Let's go. Okay, that's that's as much as I can tolerate of that song. Go on. Uh, what the fuck? All right. Um, what the actual fuck? Taking a terrible but nostalgic song that we all tolerated in the nineties, and then throwing a new metal slash hyper pop that a hundred gex would laugh at terrible <laughs> yes. beat to it, and singing it. At a what? I don't even know what's happening. I thought honestly something was skipping at one point. Like, yeah, I had nothing to say. Like, I mean, again, we, we all can agree that that, that Crazy Town song is we far superior, far superior. Of course, far superior. it's not a good song. We listen to it, but it's not a good song. It's, I mean, yeah, compared to this song, it's fucking great. That's true. Good true. Job. You made Crazy Town amazing. <laughs> but I mean, I don't have anything good at all to say about the, about the song. Oh, the only thing good about it is that it made the original that much better. Yeah, I, <laughs> I wrote only comment. I wrote in all caps, fuck this song. Not only is this song doing a horrible rendition of one of the worst pop songs of the early 2000s, but it's also doing a surprisingly worse job of the original. I don't know who Gail is, but suddenly I want her never to touch a guitar ever again for this abomination of music. In short, fuck this song and fuck the producer who thought it was a good idea to add to this compilation. Die in a fire. Next, please. Okay. Like, I know this, the movie has sexual undertones at points and humor sure that's hidden between contexts and whatnot but butterflies as a song in general is just a gross song to begin with it is right and it... to put it in a movie for barbie the soundtrack seems really just fucked up yeah it's especially for a movie that's supposed to be like about female empowerment and and being like very staunchly feminist yeah. it seems very very strange <laughs> that you would also then put in a very 
uh, misogynistic piece of art into its soundtrack. It it doesn't fit on so many different levels, and it's also god awful to listen to. So it's kind of and just if like... you're trying to t- change the context to, yes, the song is about coming and whatnot. If you're changing it because a female is singing it, and that's women empowerment, maybe makes or get someone else better to sing it. Maybe, sing it maybe better. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Or just don't do it at all. Like just leave the original alone. I'm fine with it. It's okay. Let it so let, let it that die. That song in its sleep. died in a jukebox at every bar we've ever been to, it's and every true. once in a while you hear a ghost of it. But uh huh. No one's clamoring for a butterfly to come back and be popped. Not even not even close. Mm, they shifty, tried. Shifty shell shot can go away for the longest. That's that's more than fine by me. Let him and his tattoos fade off into obscurity. Thank you. All right, guys, we're down to the final two tracks. Let's move on to track number 16 uh, on this compilation. It's Ava Max. The song's called Choose Your Fighter. Let's give it a listen. I actually don't mind this song. It's a little Euro pop jam, and I actually like Ava Max, like her mm-hmm. other material, which is not like this necessarily, but sure. Um, I mean, I think mostly the song suffers from where it's placed in the album. We just got through two fillers and one terrible song, and then this. <laughs> if this would have been like five songs I don't up know, before Billy, but you know, because Billy would have brought you down too much to enjoy the song anyway. It's true. But I, I like this song. I just wish it wasn't towards the end because I'm not going back to the end of this album ever again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I wrote, you can clearly tell that Ava Max is banking on people remembering her hit song Kings and Queens from last year because the song sounds almost exactly like it, beat for beat, mixed with early 2000s techno. Like, I swear I'm hearing LaBouche or The Real McCoy right now instead of a current pop star. Not that necessarily that's a bad thing, but it's not great either. Five out of ten. So was it just me, or did I hear like, like a lot of like video game? Yeah, like, that's the oh yeah, that's theme yeah, it. that's the whole point. Whole thing of, yeah, okay, good. Because I don't know if I was going crazy or not. And I guess choose your fighter <laughs> makes like, like sense too. That's right. <laughs> but I thought the song was great, and I I do agree that its placement on the soundtrack it just definitely was not in its favor. <laughs> um, because again, it's I've had to skip through like whatever like four songs to get to it. It's it's gonna be a little more difficult. Um, but I definitely like loved like the like like fun and catchy I guess like like like, like late '90s like, like 2000s vibes. I think the Labouche, you said Jakuna? Yeah, like, that's a great reference. I actually, I think I was thinking of what the song reminded me of, and that was an outside kind of escaped my head. But now that you say it, it makes sense. Um, and I love like the sounds of, of video games and that that whole reference. That that was all great. I thought Dan would love that. I'm um, just I based like on that that fact alone. Um, but uh. It, it was great. I mean, I think that it's it being idea. I'm happy they they kind of redeem themselves a little bit after all those shitty songs. Um, <laughs> but uh, speaking of yeah. vinyl sides, like I'm I'm gonna buy the album too. You should. You should. And I have a feeling Billie Eilish will be on side B because it's track eleven. Let's be honest. Probably true. Let me see if, if let me see if, if I can get you an answer for that. And this song were on the second half, I would never turn the album over. I would just listen to the A side. 
Uh, let's see here if I can pull it up real quick. Barbie the album. I hope it's go. at least the first track on side B, but let's, I doubt it. Let's find out real quick. Uh, is, it, is it a double LP? It is. It is a nope. It is a single LP. And oh. uh, bad news really for you. Songs. Bad news for you, Dan. Yep, that is correct. Uh, Billie Eilish is the second track on side B. Oh, second track. Well, I get, the Haim song's not the worst. You get, so. Yeah, you get Haim. So, yeah. But then you have to, yeah, then the rest, well, you know. Anyways, uh, we move on now to the final. Oh, and now that's interesting. Uh, I am just looking at the uh, the vinyl release for this. Hold, oh, wait, hold on a second. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, two seconds here, guys. Because the one I'm looking at is the European version, and maybe that is a little bit different. Hang on, two seconds. Uh, I'm just looking at the one that I'm Keep saying the two seconds. <laughs> I know, I'm. It, my internet's being slow. Uh, oh, okay, so that, so here's something very interesting, guys. Uh, the last song on this album that we're going to listen to isn't on the vinyl, or isn't on the uh, on the LP. So um, so I guess we're listening to a bonus track, technically, that isn't uh, available to release on vinyl. It's um, 50-50 and Cali, I believe. Um, I think so. so. It's called Barbie Dreams. Let's uh let's give it a listen. Here we go. Okay. Benny you're the K-pop fan. You're muted, so you. Go ahead. Well, I'm. Hold on, so that was that thirty seconds. I'm. I'm calling it 30, thirty seconds. Seconds. I mean, did you want I more of that it. K-pop? I mean, I actually liked it. I mean, I definitely, obviously, like they. Now, what would you call like the? You said something about the song earlier that it wasn't a sample, but they used. Like, it was like a derivative of. I, I forget what song you were talking about. Labouche. No. No. Uh, where is it? At the Dominic Vic. Vic. Nope, nope, nope. No. Uh, no, it was the... Butterflies? <laughs> no. no. Shit. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, shit. Fuck. Uh, damn it. Oh, uh, the speed drive. Uh, oh, Mickey. yes. Yes. Yeah. So, like, obviously, like, very heavily Janet Jackson, Janet Jackson inspired song. Oh, totally. Song. Yep. Um, and, but I fucking... Together again. I actually liked it. I, I, together again, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a recurring theme, like, throughout this soundtrack is, is, is sampling and doing derivatives of, like, songs. And I thought this time it actually worked well. I actually enjoyed the song, and that was a, a, a nice way to end, given the songs, a couple songs we had, we had before. I mean, I was, I was a fan of it. I'm curious what you guys think, um, because I'm guessing you might not like it. Uh, do you want to go first, Dan? No. Yeah, I'll go first. Okay, go um, for it. I didn't hate it, but I'm not a K-pop fan, and I get why it's. It, I, you can't have a current soundtrack without a K-pop song with how popular it is. It's true. And this is a pop album. I'm actually surprised it's the last track and not on apparently the album. It is not. <laughs> yeah, I I'm looking at all of the vinyl releases for it, and the song is not on it, but it is on the CD version. So. Oh. I like it more than track 13, 14, and 15. That's for damn sure. <laughs> That's for goddamn it's sure. It's not something I could see myself jamming to, but I do see, you know, the merits to it. 
Yeah, I, I wrote, I get it. K-pop is still a thing in the modern music zeitgeist. But I guess it's either it's just not for me or I just don't get it. Plus, wasn't Barbie outlawed in Korea for a long time? If so, how do these K-pop girls know anything about Barbie dreams? That said, that the beat is fun and snappy, Ooh. but just feels like they're just shoehorning this into the comp to appeal to all the girl K-pop stands that want to go see the movie. So Maybe they dreamed of Barbie because they couldn't have it. Perhaps. Perhaps. Maybe that's the whole thing. Perhaps. Oh, look at you going deep. You know, so that's the Barbie soundtrack, guys. We did it. Hey, we, we did, did it. it. Yay. I mean, we did, they could we did Barbie. 12, 13, 14, and 15. Uh, I like 15. No, no, I don't. No, like you don't. No. No, you don't. So yeah. 12, <laughs> being 12, 13, 14, Forever 15, and again, yeah. Silver Platter, Angel, and Butterflies. Yeah. That's why Fun. I say it. I'm like, I'm going to buy the album, but the B side, I probably will only listen to. Billie Eilish and I guess Haim, but yeah, yeah. I'm and maybe gonna... Ava Max. Now that I know it's the last track because I can just skip way ahead. You totally could. Yeah, <laughs> I want to hear just... what was they made for in vinyl, like really, really bad. So what's yeah, that? Oh yeah, which which it's incredible. I, I know it's oh, God. You know what's funny? I when I was listening to because I was listening to like the like, soundtrack. I was I was working out. And then it's, it's came on before I actually saw the movie and what was it before came on. And I'm like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> and, and I soon saw it. I'm like, son of a bitch. What's funny is this, that's the only reason I wanted to do the soundtrack because I love that song so much. And I was like, I want to know if Benny's going to change because this song is yes. incredible and heartbreaking and beautiful. It's, I might not, change my overall opinion but i can respect the song um so just respect it, billy eilish she's a good artist in a era of mediocre mediocrity she's really come a long way benny like and i know like you have your reasons but i feel like you might want to give her a chance like seriously like just just hear out for just one of her try and separate the artist from the art i do that with kanye all the fucking time and uh, trust me when i say kanye is a gigantic piece of shit uh fucking racist and and uh nazi and all this other stuff but goddamn, like he made fucking graduation that fucking album's amazing we just don't talk about those albums we don't talk about brand new we don't talk about that's exactly right but but you'll still hear me bumping some brand new in my fucking car yeah just saying no it's and then someone rolls up next to you, like, "How did this get on?" Oh, <laughs> oh I, I swear, I'm not, I'm not into to, to harming people uh, sexually. Uh, but the, the, I don't groom children. Uh, yeah, please, 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 Fuck please don't arrest Lacey. me. Fuck Jesse Lacey yeah, ruining something for, amazing for fucking real. Seriously. Oh well. All right, gentlemen. Uh, time to go round robin style here. Uh, let's get final review scores for the this soundtrack. Uh, Dan, since you're the one that uh, suggested that we review this, I'll let you go first. I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10 because the songs that bop, they bop hard. And then there are plenty of duds. But, I mean, most soundtracks, unless you're talking about, like, the American Pie soundtrack, are not perfect. It's true. The American Pie soundtrack is perfect, everyone. (laughs) It actually is. And I really wish that that would get released on vinyl at some point in time. That needs to. Goddamn, it's so good. Benny, you, my friend. I'm going for, like, a... A six point five. I mean, again, like, like I can't like those songs, man. At the end, it's tough. They really but, brought it down for me. 
So in this aspect, when you're rating, it's not like an artist's whole collection here. No, no, just We're their rating, appearance. Just a the... compilation of these songs. And honestly, besides those four, they did a good job. They did. They really did. No. I'm trying I to make you change it to a seven. <laughs> 6.5. Well, I mean, I'm I'm probably not going to be going too far from the grain, guys, because I think mine might be the lowest review score here. I'm giving, I'm giving this a six. Uh it's be- even with Billy and Dua. No, Billy and Dua are the reasons why it got such a high, got the higher score there. Um, there's just there's so much bloat on this on this LP that it's like it's really tough for me to give anything higher than a six on this. Like, and like, I this sounds like I'm being petty, but fuck that butterfly song so much. Like, I felt like it, I dropped that down an easy two points just off the fucking get. Like that. I was, actually agree with that. So it's <laughs> probably would have got like an eight for me if it yeah, wasn't for that if, butterfly if, if song. If that song wasn't on there, I would probably give it an eight as well. But yeah, I have I have to give this a six. But like I said, it's still something that I am going to end up picking up and uh, adding to my collection because, goddamn, that that Dua Lipa song just alone. Like even if that. I'm hoping that it's moved over to uh, her next full-length album, but even if it doesn't, I'm more than fine with having this just on this comp to, to listen to whenever I feel like it because that song is just too fucking good. It really is. It's probably like my, my favorite song of currently of like of this year thus far. It's it's that good. Anyways. Wow. Yeah, I, I really, really like that song a lot. Um, and my daughter does too, so... Go figure. Uh, anyways, that being said, uh, Daniel, where can I find you on the internets? You can find me at Ecto Cooler Ghost. Ooh, everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. You say, life in plastic. E- so fantastic. <laughs> Benny, where can I brush your hair? Undress you everywhere. <laughs> you can find me um, in a Barbie world um, on online. I guess. I was gonna say on on X, but I really even go on that anymore. Um, but wherever X you find your, you. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because Twitter is now X for no, some apparent reason. Yeah, fuck, fuck Elon Musk. Anyways, yeah. Um, but I guess it went like, threads too. Yeah, Honestly, I think it's yeah, we're all threads. Go yeah, on, we're threads. on threads. Uh, on threads. Kind of funny because I don't. I think last time we record, we were together. Like, threads wasn't, wasn't a actually a thing. It wasn't, and now it is. Well, according to this podcast, though, we were just together last week. So that's true. Shit, you Let's just ruined the magic. We were way ahead. We haven't recorded together in like a month. <laughs> You've ruined the magic, guys. You've ruined the magic. You can yeah, also Benny and the Wax wherever you find people online. Your socials. Uh, you can yeah. find me at the Big Shakuna as well. I'm also on Threads as well. You should uh, you should ask all on Threads because that's uh, that's where the cool kids are going these days, from what I hear. Uh, you can also yeah. Go, yeah, you can also go to our website, yeah. which is www.besideourselves.com, uh, where you can find all of our socials, all of our uh, playlists, and soon to be merch, soon to be new merch, because Dan keeps on saying he's gonna make it, so I'm holding he's to boss. it. It's gonna happen. Uh, so make sure you go check all that out. Once again, that's our website, besideourselves.com. And with that being said, it's time to flip the record over. Oh, yeah, baby. Come on, Barbie. Let's go party.
This is another episode. Oh, of you're not inside you... your house podcast. <laughs> it's, it's been so long. I almost said it's time to turn the record over. Oh, <laughs> it's a flip. Hey, it's time to turn the record over. Hide away your erection. <laughs>